Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 25, State of Play, Reaction, 24th September 2019. That's a mouthful, Tom, and I'm sure by the time we add feature on the back of it, it will be even longer. <laughs> With me, George, and as always, well, seemingly once again, he's back, joined by Tom, statesman to my state of decay. Welcome back. How's it going? Uh, good, thank you. The Unofficial Controller bank and the vault is empty, depleted on my holidays, so I'm back having to do a bit of work. Mm, James been has been doing the script. Yeah, I've been. me and James have been down here knuckling in. We'd never... You're back and the rape alarm goes off, so just back <laughs> up, all right? I don't like your hands on me. I'm not your property. James is, though. James is your property. You've claimed right over James as you pay his wages. I use his head as an ashtray. So. <laughs> God, what can you do? That made it in. Okay, uh, that needs to stop. He's getting blisters, and his mum rang Mumsy, and you need to stop all that. She appreciates that you pay him, but you can't just treat him as you think. Anyway, oh. before the listeners lose interest, they need to stick around. Coming up in the news, Tom, we've got some Joy-Con drift shenanigans. In yep. the feature, we're going to deconstruct and then reconstruct the state of play yeah. from this week. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do some listeners' pickups, which is probably the best bit of the show. Probably. Probably. A big probably. Like Carlsberg. Mm. And then we slip into the new releases for this week, and that's headed up by the main man himself, the Stingray. But you're forgetting one thing. How do we kick off the show? Tom, you're forgetting how we end the show. Because I ask you, because this was me greasing up in the unofficial controller slick suit, to say to you at the end of the show, Tom, I ask you what you've been playing, or what you're hoping to play, and for that reason, Tom... What you've been playing? Uh, with my, but time. you interrupted the link, okay. so it was messy, and it wasn't cool. Right. What you've been playing? <laughs> uh, being off last week, I had um, a bit of time away, so I've been able to play retro various, games. Uh, I have. That will please you. He's passed out. Excellent. <gasps> There's absolutely no way on hell you played. Just for the listeners' record, I got down and gave some press ups because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. There's no way you've played. Well, what are you classing as retro? SNES. Oh, right. okay. Not not the the real life SNES. I've gone onto the Switch Online and I've tried out some of the twenty games that were provided, uh, and uh. I found myself. Why the sigh? I thought this was. I thought you were going to tell me you took a SNES Mini on holiday with you, and I was thinking, oh, that's really cool. No. You downloaded some SNES games for your Switch. They're already on there. If you have the online, there's 20 on there. Uh, I tried... Um, never played it. Super Mario... Uh, Super Mario World 2. Yo- Yoshi's Island one. With the baby? Yeah. It was just really good. Yeah, I had that when it came out. I paid 70 bucks for it in really? 1995. Well, you'll be interested in the news. We've also got something <coughs> a little retro. Um, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh, I've been playing an old game but a remake Link's Awakening really enjoying that Um, my first ever Zelda was it? yeah me and the listeners worked that out last week oh cool first Zelda I ever played yeah so I played the original on the Game Boy but I got stuck at a certain dungeon and I'm looking forward to getting to that point again and seeing where the old brain has come along a bit no guide no guide 
Um, I'll, well, I'll try my best for that guy. <laughs> got YouTube nowadays, don't we? Has YouTube been used? Delete for, internet history. Has YouTube honestly been used for any of the? The only reason I ask is I want to see if it's an accessible game for a modern gamer. Let's say you're an eight-year-old kid and you've never played this on the Game Boy, so you've got no retro nostalgia for it at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name and shame myself. I used YouTube the other day because there's a point where you go uh, to find these golden leaves for this guy who's been kicked out of his castle by the bad guys mm -hmm. couldn't find the last golden leaf so i had to youtube it i feel it's justified now because when without, you're an adult you don't have much time without so, diving deep on the absolute specific of those golden leaves if you're a new gamer you eight you've got a switch for christmas yeah. you've been playing Fortnite on it yeah got a lot of young listeners mm -hmm. is this game going to be accessible to them we'll come back to the leaves in a moment yes but is it got enough gameplay tropes of the modern gaming world, attention span, all that sort of stuff, to keep a modern kid engaged? Yeah, I think the um, I, I've read a few sort of people's reviews, and they've said they've played it through with um, with their children. Yeah, after playing Breath of the Wild, they've uh, tried to get the children into some of the older elders. You will not, like this game. Not had much success with some of the retro ones, probably because of the graphics, as well as the graphics. It's um, that gameplay trope of, of go here, collect this, use that item in the next dungeon to clear this. And the text bubbles, I think, put people off. Even though in Breath of the Wild, there is some voice work in there, um, which gives it a little bit more of a modern feel and it's very open-ended. You can tackle the game in what way you wish. So with Link's Awakening, it's back to that traditional Zelda formula mm. like we've just discussed. So... I think that new art style they've got is going to help bring bring in a, a new audience. Is it though? Because it's or is it shiny. Yeah, but no, I think it's just going to bring in 40-year-old guys <laughs> who remember playing it back in the day and they've got some extra money because the wife had a boob job, they've bought a Switch. I don't know. I think it's a, it's a good entry-level adventure. It's it, the, the island is quite small. You forget how small the map is, really. I haven't forgotten. Um and you can tell it was a Game Boy game. It was that pocket-sized adventure. So I hope it appeals to maybe um, children and adults who play even mobile games and just want to branch into something a What's little bit bigger. What's this price point? That is, I think, was unfair. It's a full-price game, and it shouldn't have been. What is a full-price game on the Switch? Um, about £50. That is a full price one. They vary. Some are forty. Some if are I 50. paid fifty pound and got that, um, was it fifty pound just for the Switch game, or was it fifty pound for the like one of those collector's editions? Uh, no, fifty pound just for the Switch game. <sighs> yeah, I think that's. I think that was expert. Too out, expensive. Out of all the reimaginings they've done, I think this has to be the biggest ask that, that they've asked. Yeah, other than the new graphical art style, there's not really much else new in there. Um, we've got a. You keep talking got, about this graphical art style. I want to pull you up for this. Okay. It just looks like a Game Boy game coloured in. I think that's unfair, and if you look at it, it's completely different. Mm. If you run it next to Zelda: Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy Color, yeah, but that's, that's a thirty-year-old game in. developed on a monochrome screen. If they'd had the freedom to, yeah, that's it a coloured-in version of the original. This is completely different. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Well, I know you're not. On more way, in you more don't have ways. A switch. I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm not also chowing down on your story. Okay. Um, there are a couple of problems I want to point out. One being the price point. Should have been forty pound game. Should have been. It should have been cheaper. a twenty five pound game. Um, maybe if released digitally, would have been fair. I think twenty five pound is 
It's I not a long game either. Boxed, um, it should have been 25. 24.99 yeah. on the shelf, job done, boom. Mm. They would have sold more. Yeah, probably so. Um, yeah, for how long it is compared to a lot of the other Zelda games, it does seem a big ass for that for that money. Uh, there is a new mode in there. Um, it's basically building your own dungeons with like a, it's like a tile um, area with Grampy the day, uh, the Grave Digger from mm. Ocarina of Time, mm. and you let you get unlock tiles to put and build your own dungeon in what order you want, which is quite cool. Maybe they're testing the water for a um, a Zelda maker. You've heard it here first. Oh God. Okay. Uh, one of the other problems is that any good? What the dungeon maker? Yeah, I've not tried it. I've been sticking to the core game. It's I've gone to the one. area where you can. It doesn't really interest me no. that much. I mean, when I play Mario Maker, I tend to play other people's levels. They'd have been better off pulling that out and releasing that as a five pound game uh, or a five pound tool. Yeah, like I said, I think maybe they are testing the water for releasing it as a as a game in itself. Um, the other problem with it appears to be frame rate. Now, I don't usually pick up on stuff like this. I'm I'm just not into the technical side of games you're shaking your head at me i'm trying to put a point across i i know I, it's fine i just can't wait to the point where you explain to me what this frame issue is i'm nervous because it drops from 60 fps to 30 fps quite regular and i like i say i'm not usually into that and i don't really notice it much you can notice in this you just be walking a lot you can physically see the difference between 60 frames yeah. and you then recognize with your eyesight that it's dropped to 30 yeah 100%. Not anything in between. A, a literal halving of the frame rate. I guess so. I'm not a tech guru. I don't know. But you can see a difference. So there's the, but, okay, what I'm trying to say is the slowdown, but we don't know how much. But it's boggy. And it makes yeah, the they reckon on... Um, I watched the Digital Foundry thing. Ah, right, okay. Um, or some of it. This, I was curious whether it was going to be patched and anything like that and what the actual problem was. And it's... Yeah, it's it's not really up to their Nintendo would not usually release a game like that but the the people who have um, have done the remake uh, Grezzo uh, games I think they are right they um, used to de- develop a lot of handheld games for Nintendo so this is their first HD game and so I think quick question about this slowdown when does it like exhibit itself when do you think this is slow it down? doesn't always seem it's not even a graphical taxing game for the switch like if you stacked it up against Mario Odyssey doesn't it's like a very small game mm. with not much going on. In What's going? What What particularly is happening when it slows down to you? Um, you like entering a new area, it's loading it up in the background. It can it... be any time, really. Obviously, more so when there's more enemies on screen. Look, don't get me wrong; it's not game breaking, and I'm sure it's going to be patched out. But it's just disappointing to see Nintendo release a game with that still in it. Mm. Although people pull up Breath of the Wild for its frame rate issues when it first released. Big game. Yeah. But that that's no. that had the excuse. Yeah, this hasn't. That's a good this point. It's a 30 year old game yeah. that they've just put some fancy sprites on top of. Um, so yeah, it, still enjoying it. I'd recommend it, but I would not get it now because of the price. I'd wait, wait to see where it comes down in price. Surely though, once it's six months old, it's too old for you to care about. <laughs> Harsh. True. Um, well, I did play some retro just for you. And we are going to have this debate. Well, We're going to have this, this retro you, versus new This debate. is a rather, rather very selfish what you've been playing. You've turned it into a review of Zelda. I haven't finished yet. I've got the games yet. Oh, God. No, I've got one more. I've got okay. one more. To We're at 21 minutes. 
You are joking. Aren't no, I'm you? not. Oh my god, goodness. Um, <laughs> oh my god, goodness. <laughs> Gotta remember it's PG. Well, it we can say what I love the way you restrain. Well, you know, restrain myself. You restrain. James yourself. is listening. Gotta be careful. You have to be. He's a uh, preteen. <laughs> um, so, I downloaded the Modern Warfare beta once I got back off holiday because I didn't have the full PlayStation. Uh, so I'm here it. under false pretenses. You told me you played retro. I'll get to that. Snes, been there, done that. You retro. Didn't tell me what retro. games you'd played. Um, the one with the demon spin-off from Calls and Ghosts. Demon's Demon, Crown or Crest. Demon Crest, I think it is. Yeah, that was quite good. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and the Mario Super Mario. Take me back to the white hot cutting edge of modern gaming, then. Yeah. Tell me about the beta. Modern Warfare, beta, beta, whatever you want to call it. I played the thirty-two versus thirty-two ground war, which was crazy. Absolutely crazy. There's so much going on. Uh, we spoke earlier on the phone this week. I was telling you how good the audio is about when the tell the comes. listeners doing exact doing me excited like do noise, do try and give them a sound. You tell me the name of the plane because I always forget it. I don't think it's relevant. I think it's better that you forget it in this, in okay. this circumstance. It adds to the nuance of the story. Well, you call in like the precision airstrike, and you just hear the hear the noise, and it's like doing the mini gun. I was like. <laughs> You've just been waiting to hear the noise, haven't you? Since you did the impression for me yesterday, I've been thinking, yeah, yeah she needs to be in. <laughs> and now you've kind of like gone half off. It's just insane. So there's loads going on um, because there's so many kills. Is it streams. a good game? It is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Tom, what have I been playing? I haven't, I haven't finished. Oh, Do you want me to carry waited on? patiently, yes. Tell I just us. wanted to tell the listeners if, uh, if you were a fan of Modern Warfare 1 and 2, you definitely want to be, if you've not played the beta, Definitely want to look to pick this up. Well, it let's really hide that good. there because we're going to get into some cod news in the feature, aren't we? So we don't want to bore yes, them to death. We are. What else have you been playing? That was it. Oh, thank Modern God. Warfare, Links Awakening, some retro SNES tiles. So, longest what you've been playing ever 30 yep. minutes. I'm waiting for your question. <laughs> that last 10 minutes went fast. What have you been playing? Time flies when you're having fun, Tom. <laughs> I have been playing GTA San Andreas on the PS2. Oh, yes, you have. Someone has to uphold the retro corner. Seeing as you won't play single-handedly, I'm doing it. Uh, and I've played a little bit more Rockstar um, Warriors on PSP. Mm. Uh, what else have we played? Resident Evil 4, got further in that. Killed some of the bosses. Uh, which was your last boss on that, can you remember? Mm, I think I've done another one on since this, but the game's so memorable, I can only remember the last one I killed being the guy with the eye, the glass eye that you need. Oh yeah, the the village like leader, yeah, and with a beard, yeah, 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 because he kind of disappeared in the the like priest guy side mm. being the general big bad, yeah, and then all of a sudden, matey boy reintroduced himself into the story mm. in a flaming barn. Yes, yeah, because he turns into like a spoilers for a however year old game, five thousand like year old game. Yeah. yeah, I think everyone's played it bar me, so there's no spoilers <laughs> here. It turns into some sort of weird creature. Yeah. I don't think I'm that good a gamer, I'll confess. Most people who do a podcast aren't that good at games, okay? I'm going to stick it out there. And uh, <laughs> those that can... That's why he gets pro gamer on. Those that can do, those that can't teach. So what like I'm saying that. here... Yes, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, so those yeah. that can game, game. Those that can't game, podcast. Those that can game, stream. <laughs> those that, yeah okay those that can't even do that podcast <laughs> uh, and I, I forget where I was going with this anything else this week Resident Evil 4 oh, San Andreas honestly and mate Warriors. Resident Evil 4 I'm actually disappointed by the challenge 
I found that quite challenging when it came out. I think that maybe when it was newer, the sense of dread was more foreboding because yeah. of the atmosphere. When you're playing, it's just the game. You said, that, yeah, he said about them just lining up in front of you. It's just like well, that's the shooting that's the, the normal NPCs, mm. the bosses. He, he had a very very predictable pattern mm. that was first of really? all really yeah really predictable from the get go yeah and it, little glowing places where you need to hit him. That first of all yeah. you need to sh- aim at his lower mid torso, and that separates his body from his legs. And then the leg, the body part of him, swings around. Just in the wait, listeners, till he meets a regenerate. I don't think it's going to be an issue to me. Mm. I've. We will see. Well, I'm doing good on the upgrades. Anyway, Tom, before we selfishly absorb. Welcome, stranger. Welcome, stranger. Oh, mate, he's the best character he's in the game. He's good, although he's, he <laughs> needs more sound bikes. <laughs> you've met does, him for yeah. the fifth time, you're sick of seeing him. And I think, Tom, that's probably. Uh, is that all I've played? We've been busy, haven't we, playing games? We're actually podcasters who do play games. I picked up One Piece open world for PS3. And I haven't been home long enough to try it, but I will do that. One Piece, is that an anime? Mm, manga. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It looks cool. Yeah. I'm excited to try that. I think we're there, aren't we? Well, listeners, we're going to move on to the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up. Do you want this, Tom? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah it seems... Ninty. Ah, hang on a minute. I've... While you were off, yeah. I had to wear the onesie and the crotch <laughs> stains had got beyond <laughs> sensible. Mumsy's washed it, pressed it. If you look to your right-hand side, slip on the Mario onesie. Did she use the starch like a like? In the crotch area. Okay. Yes. Good. Um, Mario onesie going on then. Nintendo news. Zip it up. I don't want to see your nipples. (laughs) Stick it in drift. Nintendo's new Switch Lite is off to a great start, but fears have risen over the stick drift Joy-Con problems returning to haunt Nintendo's new hardware. Several cases reported on some of the original Switches about there being analogue stick drift on the Joy-Cons on the the original model. Yeah. Um, We're hoping Nintendo has has resolved this, um, but fresh off the press, they have been reports of the Switch Lite doing this as well. Uh, only small cases so How far. the Switch Lite hasn't been out long enough for someone to have hammered the Joy-Cons? It has. It's, uh, sure. happened already. Um, well, it must be weak. Yeah. Um, and also, I think it's going to be quite costly to repair those because the Joy-Cons aren't detachable. No, so you're going to send away your whole new console, <laughs> whereas if it was the other one, you'd send away the Joy-Con and maybe play with a, a different controller if you've got one or lucky enough to have one. So, yeah, Ninty not up with the quality at the minute. That's two items that you've called about in quality for. Yeah. The playtesting of the latest Zelda game and their Switch Lite console, in your words, is shonky. No, not my words. Unreliable. Not my words. <laughs> what word would you Has use? Has a slight defect with some Joy-Con element or control element with the analogue stick. You know no one from Nintendo listens to this podcast, don't you? No. No, they do. They do. <laughs> Unbelievable. Reggie's still a big fan, even though he's retired. Yeah, that means he's not an employee, though, so he doesn't count. Okay. If he did, I'd, I'd uh, tag him in the show. Okay. Well, he uh, can't do anything. listeners, make sure you tag Doug Bowser in the show to listen in. New guy. I'm sure it was part of Reggie's leaving letter. Mm. Check out these weirdos. <laughs> uh, do you want to take the next bit of news? I do. And Tom wanted me to do this in a... Uh, 
What, what voice? Iron Man. Captain America. Captain America. So I'm going to grab the conch shell. Pop! Retro collectors assemble, just to, uh, you know, throw it out there. Safe Store has been busy carrying out some research on some of the most expensive retro sealed copies of top games. You can see a graphic of the titles and highest price paid over on the safestore.co.uk. Would you believe a copy, a sealed copy, of Super Mario World on the SNES once went for £2,664. And that's an increase of 6,500%. I think Tom did the maths there, so we'll have to just play it by ear. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't make retro gamer Thomas regret his turn to console and gain cannibalism. Could That's be an expensive not. hobby, couldn't it, it going could, forward? It could. Retro gamer Maybe Thomas. has like um, very fine taste, so he goes for the extra special range of consoles. Yeah, like I think the M and S range of of uh, of uh, consoles. Do you think he has a Vita on seals, or do you think he's like, nah, savage that off? I want it. <laughs> I want it, the fresh meat inside. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, he don't care about the seal. It's coming off. Um, next up, enroll for the Resistance Terminator Resistance, a new single player first person shooter title from the small Polish based developer studio Teon. Hope I pronounced that right. Set in the future war era after the events of Judgment Day, the game puts you in the military boots of the new original protagonist, John Rivers. That's John, not Joan. Uh, John Rivers is marked by the machines for termination. The reasons as of yet are unknown. Uh, Taeon Studio produced the not very well-received Rambo, the video game. Have you played that? I've heard it's bad. I've seen it about, and I've been tempted to pick it up because I didn't know anything about it. I'm kind of glad off your throwaway sentence there that I I didn't pick it up. Well, I hope they're going to prove the data's wrong and um, with this new effort on another existing movie franchise... I, I watched the trailer. I, I I love that part of Terminator One and Two where it shows you that future war and it looks real cool and the effects still look great now. I've always wanted a game set in that. The maybe are. I've, I've, Never I've, give I've, the fans what they want. Well, no, we know that, don't we? It'd be terrible. <laughs> I but, think I think there's a few things working against Tay on here. First of all, their history in games isn't that great, and it yeah. doesn't. I don't get the impression they're a company that's learned and grown from their mistakes uh, and it feels like they've rushed out to get themselves a, uh, an elastoplast which is a film of license and stuck that all over their failing software house mm. my question to you do movie tying games normally represent a high watermark of quality well if you want to find out go back and look at one of our old episodes that, it was just a question it wasn't a plump no, for a right. bag, <laughs> I know I'm. I'm giving you my answer. That's the okay. best. Play. That's where I'd be looking. Okay. The very best my, gaming podcast out there. Well, I was going to say to you, I do not. Based on those two pre qualifiers, I do not have any high hopes for this at all. I like you yearn for a Terminator Future War game. I think that is that with it being out the end of this year is a bit worrying as well. It's kind of like they've only just shown a trailer and it's coming out. In a few months, that's a bit... The trailer for the game or the trailer for the film? For the game. All oh, right. Have you seen yeah. the trailers for the film? Um, yes. I've yeah. not been that impressed with that. No. I quite liked... Um, the only one I don't really like is Terminator 3. Oh, I, I hate that. One. I hate that. Yeah, that's I terrible. really like the one with Christian Bale, uh, Salvation. I thought they could have done a lot more with that. I don't know why they can that. And then went to reinvent it. 
Anyway, we shouldn't be discussing movies. A um, couple of last bits of news hot off the press. Uh, Mario Kart Tour is out today on mobile. Um, if you, were, I'm gonna, if... I'm gonna have Ninty again here. Four ninety nine for the 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 mobile pass for the game. I guarantee. Do you, you realise what... how much four ninety nine is more than the Switch Online per month? That is ridiculous. Can I can I say one thing? Yeah. You're not going to get any more codes now, are you? No. <laughs> how safe you've no. set the line right no, up until this point, on. and now you've transgressed. Yeah. I've I've always backed in. Nintendo's stuff and I always will do I'm uh, sorry apart from this week um, <laughs> so if you're listening send me some I'm enjoying uh, games being, to review I'm enjoying being on the front lines to see you have a war of well I say war of words they're a very polite way of saying they've made a boo-boo that's yeah, how you I, deliver I just that. think I don't want to see them they had this problem with Mario Run and all their mobile games they've released it's just I don't want to see them going down that path but they will they're a, ga- they're a company wanting to make money we always forget that they're a business. How how do you think their like CEO is going to be able to report not growing the business by another ten percent next you, year? No, you're completely right. Just, you get sacked. As a as a fanboy, you always like think, oh, they they won't do that. They will. They're a business. So. Yeah, they're looking for ten percent growth year on year on year. Exactly. Um, other last bit of news. Speaking of movie franchise games and stuff, uh, Jedi Fallen Order is getting a new trailer um, on Force Friday, which is this Friday. So excited to see. What more would about. that date be? Um, the 27th. Why is that Force Friday? I think it's where they release all the new merch for up-and-coming films. And, and I think there's going to be... Um, so we'll be able to get the figures for the new movie. And the game, apparently. And the game? Yeah, for The Fallen Order. So they must have high hopes for it. Seriously? Or low hopes that they're going to make money back from selling merch. But yeah, they're just a couple of last bits of news hot off the press. Okay, um, well, Tom, question on. for you and the listeners. Did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed? If so, Tom, how do the collective masses get on? Tell you you've made a boo-boo with your review of Link's Awakening. Tell me I shouldn't have done News Team Assemble, Anchorman. I should have done Avengers Assemble, Captain America. How'd they get in contact and let us know that we're complete blithering boo-boos? Uh, you can reach us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Uh, hmm. Nearly stumbled out. It's been a week. <laughs> it's that been, tattoo uh, got nearly washed off. It did. Um, or you can direct messages on Instagram or Twitter, as many of you do. Uh, you can also leave comments on our YouTube page. Good job you rolled over that last bit of jumper. Um, just before we move on to the, f- uh, to the feature, we just want to do our usual call to arms, please. Uh, the... Unglorious bar stewards have been at it again. This is great. Uh, there's been some great attacks on um, various gaming. Like, high-profile gaming elites. I don't. I don't know if you know this, Tom, but the world doesn't pause when you're not here, and this was all done in real... done last week. Yeah, but they've been doing it this week as well. They have secretly. <laughs> on the dark web where you hang out when you're not actually working. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so please leave a review. Like, subscribe, anything you can. Please help us promote the show and make it as best as it can And where are we sending him to? We're sending him to one place only. Where is that? Whatever, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast on, whether it be Spotify, Please, listeners, you need to go to your podcast provider, rate, review, and like. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Tell all your friends. This is how this thing grows. Absolutely. 
We could do a better mic, so we need to we need to grow soon, don't we? We'll stop taking a wage, and we could get some new mics next week. You're what's holding the show back now. Your fiscal greed I've become accustomed to the lifestyle I live, though. So That's it's what not I said. You know, once you've earned it, you can't get rid of it. You come addicted to it. Absolutely, Tom. Why don't you kick off with the? Uh, oh, it looks like I've got to kick off. Actually. No. Oh, you're kicking off. I will lead us into the feature. This week's feature is. I'm the... in. The, look, can I just before we do this? This is great because I'm in the co-pilot seat and it feels awesome. This is the second time I've been in the co-pilot seat. It's one of the greatest experiences of my life. Bar the birth of my children. <laughs> so close to. May I start? Yeah. Good. I, I enjoy the relaxed atmosphere of the Tom Back from Holiday podcast. It's great. The State of Play feature. This will be a review and summary of the latest State of Play held on the 24th of September. We bring you our thoughts and listener opinions on this latest effort from Sony. Well, George, uh, some call these Sony State of Play the poor man's Nintendo Direct. But, shh, the bigger boys are loitering around the corner and they are chatting about some pretty interesting PlayStation news. So it's time to take off the Mario onesie. Good job you put that on earlier. I didn't know that was yeah. in the script. <laughs> take off that Mario onesie, show off that bad Joel from The Last of Us tattoo, which looks more like a, a malnourished Steven Seagal. And join us as we ask, what is the state of PlayStation? Well, Joe, <laughs> let's have a look. Oh, Tom, Who, I'm, I'm glad you finally confessed to that tattoo. Yes. Who we got up first uh, on the listener opinions? Here he comes now, fresh off the hospital bed, but rebuilt, almost Steve Austin-like. Not the wrestler, the million-dollar man. He's back with us, Daddy Zilla. And he says, so where do I start? The rise looks pretty promising. Medieval... What do I need to say? More, the Death Stranding system looks pretty sick. Just wish the handprints were red. Uh, lol, After Party definitely looks like a game I would play. Come on out, drink Satan and it has beer pong. Uh, now <laughs> I still haven't been able to get hold of a PSVR, but the more I see it, I need it in my life. Espire 1, Stardust Odyssey, looked to be great experience. The, then my final choice, drumroll please, no surprise here. Last of Us Part 2. Man, it looks freaking awesome. Um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I would agree with that. We're um, going to touch on these games so we can... Um, I'm very surprised Daddy Zilla. He, he must spend thousands on picking up Retro Tat. Yeah. And he's got all the latest consoles. He hasn't got PSVR. I'm sure... I think this is the first time I've been disappointed. I'm sure the community can hook him up with some links to some, some good deals with the PSVR. I'm sure they can. Um, So they kicked off with um, a new game from Enhanced Games, creators of Tetris Effect. Yes. Um, It was a very bizarre looking game. It's called Humanity. Yeah, what did you make of that? Very strange. Um, Looked like a modern version of Lemmings, I thought. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to know from what we saw. It's a very brief trailer, wasn't it? Mm, Um, But it seemed to be controlling masses of uh, NPC characters, which are humans, in this game, Humanity. I don't want to even guess at the the length of the story and why it's called humanity, yeah. whether these people have been naughty and this is them going through limbo or whatever. Either which way, there was something about seeing that many badly drawn characters, admittedly, <laughs> on screen at once that looked, do you know looked what, quite compelling. Do you know what I thought when I first saw it? I was like, that looks like a PS5 tech demo <laughs> for, like, for like showing... 
I, what it can. I um, arrived late to the stream. Yeah, and I thought that's what that. I was really, like, I can't believe they kicked off with the tech yeah. demo. It was like humanity coming soon. And I was like, oh, PS One had a T Rex. PS Five is going to have a load of people walking around, walking around and flying. Um, that's coming out in 2020, so we're a little way off for that. Maybe it even will release on PS5, we don't know. Um, next up, we've got Odders UK. Do you want to read out his comment? I will. I'm the voice of the listener this week. Uh, if it wasn't for The Last of Us 2 trailer with an alive Joel reveal, although he could still be dead and be a figment of Ellie's imagination and or damaged psyche, we do not know yet. I'll tell you what. Odders UK jumped off the deep end with the tin fall that week, didn't he? <laughs> this state yes. of play would have been a rather dull one. Yes, humanity and Arise looked interesting, but where were the likes of Ghost of Tsushima? Seeing as the states of plays are supposed to be replacements for Sony not being at E3, they've not exactly been on par with the Nintendo Directs regarding big announcements. Excuse me. I feel these state of plays should, announcement-wise, be mini E3s. With what Tom's found something. No, it just it made me laugh. I'll tell you after. Okay, not about the comment. Oh, uh, announcement wise, be mini E threes. The big announcements that have uh, much mentioned before. The much mentioned before. He, do you know what? You throw me completely off tack here. Sorry. So he's what he's saying is he didn't think it was much cop, and he doesn't liken it to the big E three moments that historically Sony has delivered, uh, such as or other powerhouses have delivered at E three such as the goosebump-inducing jaw-on-the-floor moments that were uh, were there when we had, as always, I use my go-to E3 moments, the Twilight Princess reveal trailer and the God of War PS4 Kratos reveal. You could argue that revealing Joel at the end of Last of Us 2 trailer has a bit of that, but all in all, it's clear that Sony are winding down the PS4 generation now and getting ready for the PS5. Just as The Last of Us was the PS3 swan song, it looks like the sequel will do the same for the PS4. I um I do kind of agree with I've, some of his comments. Actually, about, yeah, I I agree too. But we've forgotten to do something. Something actually very important to the loyal listeners. What's this? We should have done it at the top of the show. Uh, the competition. Mm. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. We'll finish off at the end. After what Keep you've been waiting. playing, or before? No, uh, at the end of the feature. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's right. where the comments are, and we should close it out. Because we're announcing the winner of the, of the competition. We've made a boo-boo there, haven't we? What? We should have kept it totally under wraps, like a submarine, just submerged. And then at the end, right at the end of the show, we should have popped it out. We'll do that, then. But now we've told them we've surfaced now, haven't we? All right. You know, we're, we're crap submariners. <laughs> <laughs> Odders, I think he's right. I think that he's, he's absolutely on song there, don't you? Yeah, so... The Nintendo Directs and these states of plays are never going to have that big epic feel with like a, I don't know full blown orchestra introducing the game, so it no. does lose that like majesty of a big new game reveal. Um, it was great to see um, Last of Us Two, but we'll we'll get to that shortly. Um, but yeah, nice comment, others. Thank you. One quick one. I mean, certain things, as the listeners will know, got me very excited about this state of play. In fact, some could argue that this one should have been called George's State of Play. Yeah. I'm hyped. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot there you liked, wasn't there? But what did you make of it? Like, I, I just want to gauge your opinion now before we go any further. I, I feel if they hadn't have had The Last of Us 2 at the end, I'd have been a bit like, oh, that was all right. Yeah. I completely agree with they are winding down the PS4. But if they're going to do another state of play this year and close it out, 
that's that one will have to be some big hitters on there. I wonder if, if they do one at the end of the year, whether it's just going to be PS5 based. Yeah, I think PS5 maybe be next year. Although maybe they haven't got a lot else to show for the PS4. Well, one would imagine that before the end of this year, they might like to show what the box will look like. Yeah, maybe so. Is my thoughts. Uh, next, okay, next thank up, you, Odders. Next up came um, Modern Warfare, and they gave us a glimpse at the campaign trailer. Yeah, uh, now, surprisingly, Tom, we seem to have swapped bodies. Yeah. You've been retro, and I thought that the COD... Uh, <laughs> Like story trailer looked great, and your your comment to me was, "No, it looked poo." I don't. I was a little disappointed because it. I was hoping to play like a more realistic. It looks very Hollywood action based, and I know their games are notorious for that. Yeah, it looked impressive, but it's like sticking together like English special forces guy. American Special Forces guy mixed up with like a rebel in the Middle East. and Is this the time for me to have a bit of a Call of Duty moment? Um, I don't know if you want. We, we, we've talked about this off air, haven't we? Yeah. I'm disappointed that after Call of Duty 3, every single game they brought out, you, the, the only person you could be is a super army soldier. <laughs> And yeah, the, we talked about this. The, the 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 joy for me of Call of Duty two on the three sixty specifically was the fact that you were just an average Joe, like it would have been in the real war, and you mm. were still performing amazing feats. Yeah, that were you know expected of these normal Joes, and to have an SAS guy doing everything going forward, I think I I don't know, like there were so many exciting stories in World War Two. Why why does it need to be that every time? And now with this modern warfare, we've been in so many hotspots around the world. How come the only person that can solve this is the SAS? I mean, me, me and you are both massive fans of, of Call of Duty 2, where you assume the role of a normal soldier in each um, just a, allied yeah, nation. Just a normal guy. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a shame they didn't take that further, because I feel like they could have done a lot with that. Like I say, when when you're with a load of these super army soldiers, you know they can't die until you get to a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, right. You know that's not going to happen. But when you were playing Call of Duty two, yeah, faceless A walked through, and you watch him get hit the ground. They all had realistic names, so you kind of felt for these people. Wanted yeah, to protect them a little bit. And you you look at games like Brothers in Arms. I mean, that's about it's a very a, good a, example. A normal unit of soldiers. Even um, Full Spectrum Warrior. That was a good game. I've got a very soft spot for that game. Yeah. Very good game. And, and and they were just normal American troops in, I think, Iraq. Um, oh, I think it was Iraq, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. so that uh, also showed us a new take on the formidable Captain Price, who's been in many of the Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. even the even our favourites. Yes. Is, uh, he got, is he voiced by a new cat actor? It sounds like it, yeah. So he is a... Doesn't quite sound like him, does no, he? No, he's, he's like a brand new spin on him, I think. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going to pick that up. Do you think like? But mainly for the multiplayer. Do you think Captain Price is like? You know, is it? Uh, I know in some of the DC stuff in the Flash, they've got like the multiverse, right? Do you think? And you know, Turtles have based their uh, <laughs> fiction around the fact that they have multiverses too. So every yeah. time you see a different version <laughs> of the Turtles on TV, it's one of the different ones for the multiverse. I'm sure when. The copies of the Call of Duty games aren't selling well. That's where they'll go. What what do they call it? The price verse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to start flying loads of Captain Prices on a mission. 
<laughs> and I wonder if one of them's like an absolute coward as well. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, he'd be like the Rimmer, wouldn't he, compared to uh, what's the Ace one? Rimmer. Ace Rimmer. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a load of, throughout of all of war and history, they've assembled the ultimate team <laughs> of, uh, of prizes in the price verse. Yeah. But one of them's a complete wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> there's a game. I hope you're listening, Activision. Yeah. Uh, well, what we've got next, that. George? Um, looks like you've thrown me the unusual uh, pronunciation of Watam from the creator of Katamari Damacy. And that uh, looks to be a solo, or we're thinking co-op, Tom, about connecting people. Before yeah. it was all about rolling over things mm, and totally. increasing your mass. Now it seems to be about joining hands yeah. with these characters across the game. One thing I did notice about this, and I thought it was really cool, if you watch the video, there's some really nice nuanced touches. Did you see the bit where they had held hands and rotated around in a circle in the snow? And yeah. underneath the snow, they'd like walked down to the grass where they'd walked on the snow. Oh, that's Just cool. little bits. Do you ever play the I original think that, Katamari? No, I didn't. Um, going back to that nuance you talked about there, I think when a, a game is not like ultra-realistic graphics, like what that's what they're striving for, like a movie... It can do those little things so much easier, and they just add. They make that game feel alive. Mm. Um, I thought that it looked good. Have we done enough on <coughs> COD? Because I thought that uh, there was an exclusive thing announced, wasn't there? Yeah, another bit of hot news from today. I suppose we'll cover quickly why we're uh, we were on the subject. Well, they announced of COD. it last night, but they didn't mention it was ex- yeah. had it exclusivity package, so did they? The the spec ops mode for. Uh, Modern Warfare is going to be exclusive to the PS4 for a year um, and people PC and Xbox gamers are kicking off um, yeah, you can imagine why it's only a small slither of the game though um, and what is this what is this mode and what I, what I don't know I like much it about it it's um, there'll be like extra missions I guess and I think there was a spec ops mode in uh, Modern Warfare 1 and 2 but what if was there it was called? it this mode that they've announced, what was it called? Uh, Spec Ops, I think. Oh, I thought it had a second name. I thought it had like two Spec Ops X, Y, Z. I'm not sure. And I think that was the giveaways to the gameplay loop. But anyway, you didn't tune in to get the latest hits and stories and news about the state of play. You came in to listen to us waffle on about Katamara <laughs> Damacy's uh, spiritual sequel, Watam. Yeah. New IP, Tom. Thank the heavens. And we need to uh, dial yeah, into the pool we, a bit, we do. don't we? Uh, and that's out in December of this... Uh, December 2019, so pretty soon, a few months' time. Oh, that one passed me by, actually. Look at me, I've perked up a little bit. It's almost like I've had a brew. Um, Next up, we've got from Techland Studios, Arise, Mm. a simple story. It's a game about an emotional journey through limbo. Um, It has a very interesting-looking art style, Uh, also interesting soundtrack and uh, adventure-style gameplay. Um, The release date, we... It said coming soon, but I have looked into it, and it's going to be December as well. December 3rd, I believe. So I might pick that up. Do you know what Techland are famous for? Yes, it's on the tip of my... Is it Oxenfree? That might be in the list. I thought you What's might... their most famous title? I feel like I might have played it. Call of Juarez. Is it? They did that game. They've also done Dead Island, which I thought was pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit grindy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Dying Light. Yeah. Uh, you thought they did Oxenfree. Back up. I'm looking at this on my own. Uh, no. Games developed. 
Uh, you wanted oxen free. No, I think that was uh, another indie developer. They did Dying Light, Dying Light Two, unless they published it. They did publish some games. No, not at all. They did publish Pure Farming, believe it or not. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, that's another interesting new title for the end of the year. Mm. Oh, a budget title Based as well. Also, I think where I was going by listing off all those games. Yeah. It's not really what we expected to see from Techland Studio, is it? The game. Beautiful no, as it looked. No, yeah. As interesting as it was. Yeah, with that back catalogue you've just read out. It's, they uh, don't have the history no. of a explore story driven pl- platformer. Yeah. Do they? Uh, no, it's uh, it's certainly a curveball from them. Um, Are you gonna pick that up? I mean it's your kind of yeah, tat, yeah. isn't it? Tat. Yeah. You like retro tat, I like indie tat. Yeah, you like indie tat. <laughs> I'll tell you someone else who would like that game. Who? Comic Pictures. A.K.A. Adam the Artist. Yeah, he's a, he's a big, staunch indie uh, sort of, what's it called, champion. Yeah. We need to do uh, maybe an indie feature sometime soon. Well, you decided you were going to be the indie um, guy and you were going to collect all these indie studios up underneath your wings. This is one of, the, one of your roles on Insty. And they were going to seek you out and we were going to do a show. Yes. How's that going? Well, (laughs) it's pending. It's pending. I need more budget. I need more budget. I'm coming to you now. I need more budget for that. I need to wine and dine them. I don't quite like... You see this paper that the script is printed on? Yeah. This represents the very last of the petty cash. Slow down. Right. Read your words. We've got another uh, listener comment. Have we? So I have to do that. You Maybe have to do those. shoes on. I think the listeners know this is a relaxed Tom's Back from Holiday podcast. It's just, it's this happy, happy joystick says this. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not holding back. It's just a big meh from me. It feels like the B team was asked to create a Nintendo Direct knockoff, but all the A-listers in the company want <laughs> nothing to do with it. Mm. Thoughts? Yeah. Like Harsh. I said. The, any truth to that? It... It has a, a very good variation of titles on it. You what on state of play? Yeah, they mm. they covered a lot of bases there. Um, a lot of doing and again, with the MLB reference. <laughs> yeah. Bop, bop, bop. But yeah, I mean, like I say, I don't think they've got that much to show for the PS4 now. They are winding down, and they're just they they didn't want the big expensive E3, and they're just letting people know they're still there. This is what's coming, and yeah. I think expectations were like ludicrously high, as they sometimes are for a Nintendo Direct. People are expected yeah, to see yeah. Metroid Five um, Thousand, <laughs> Metroid Five Thousand, Mario <laughs> Galaxy Three, yeah. um, all these big heavy hitters in one go. If a studio did that, everyone would be like, "Oh, what, what do I look forward to now?" Drip feed will always be the way. I think it's just the way it is. Well, let's face it, these businesses are looking to week out an extra 10% out of you year on year. Yeah. This is how they do it. It's death by a thousand cuts. Mm. To that note, someone else has got in touch, Tom. We Finster move on to a, a, an Xbox owner. Yes. Uh, well, fresh from his new website, downright, yes. downright square circle, links in his bio, check it out. It's basically a play on words, downright square. Yeah, I got that bit. Are okay. you sure it's got a circle on the end? Yes, Tom. Good. The website is called Downright Square Circle. The circle bit being the inclusive circle he finds himself in. I love in. it. Finster Gamer is 
I've marvelled at his intelligence. He's got big brain. Defence the game, we got big brain. If he were doing this podcast, sack James, get Defence the game on. You can't afford Finster Gamer. I think he, if he worked on this podcast... He has got his own game shop in the village as well. He'd be on more than you. Okay. He's That's what we would lot. call in the industry... Titan of industry. A verified influencer. Oh, really? Yes. You, unverified influencer. <laughs> <laughs> but still an influencer. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Everyone's an influencer in the industry. Some people are verified and have influence over slightly more people. Your influence reigns over Mummy and Lord Ponselbury. <laughs> and James. And James. Which is why Mummy and Lord Ponselbury, on your recommendation while you were away last week, went and managed to find a copy of Buzz and two controllers. And they've been playing Buzz in the main part of the bunker, solid, while you've not been here. Excellent for them. Not for me. So what's Vince the Gamer have to say? What has he got to say? Anyway, if you're listening, it's probably the most roundabout advert for his website you've ever seen in your life. The link's in his bio. It's called Downright Square. That's very, very clever. That's very, very cool. The content matches the ideas. Very good. He's got some reviews on there. He's got a link to a rather tame uh, podcast that you probably ought to go check out. And he's also got a link to a guy who's got a great Etsy shop and does awesome pictures of the people in the village, Adam the Artist. Mm-hmm. Forward slash comic pictures, no space. I think that's it. We've had a week, I forget. Finster Gamer, Tom, he's here. I'll tell you what he's got to say. As an Xbox owner, none of it made the slightest bit of difference to my life. <laughs> that looks like a crying till I laugh emoji. Pretty annoyed at the medi- that the medieval remake isn't going to be coming out on Xbox, though. Hmm. I'm loving the idea of all these PS1 classics being remastered. I suppose you've got a point there. Crash and Spyro made it to the Xbox, didn't they? Yeah, you'd think that would as well. Mm. I, yeah, I get his point. thing is, though, Medieval has been locked to the Sony ecosystem for a while, whereas Crash and Spyro went multi-format, didn't they? They did. And Medieval seems to be a footnote in the history of gaming. What now? I've just seen what's coming up next. So, listeners, you better sit down. Well, good and job pull these mics chair. have got spit guards, Tom, because I'm going to about flobble them all, all, all over the place. Because you go for it. I couldn't believe. I said to you last night that thing scrolled over, and I saw the Rockstar logo, and I was like, oh, "What's this going to be?" <laughs> when the screen rolled back, much to my excitement and probably everyone else who was watching its disappointment, <laughs> they announced LA Noir the VR case myself. files. Now that's obviously out on Vive and Oculus and all those PC gim gams for the thousands of PC listeners that we've got. They've already completed this, Tom. To the thousands of PS4 listeners, this looks like something to get excited about. If you're in the small niche of PS4 owners that are into VR, and then that small niche of VR owners who are into LA Noir which is me. So I'm excited <laughs> about the game, where we've drilled, drilled down on the numbers. There's only one person that's fascinated by this. I didn't realise that it was the... Um, they'd involved some shooting and driving sections as well. I was totally under the impression that it was only the interview sections. Mm. So for them to add in those... We don't know what they're like. They might be pony. Yeah. but There was driving and shooting, wasn't there? Yeah, the driving what? looked very... Shaky. Be careful. <laughs> All right? Just be careful. Team Bondi listen to this show. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Same as Doug Bowser. Well, he's got his way. He should have read his exit memo from Reggie because at the bottom it says to check out the show. But no one ever reads the last part of the script. No. Uh, so LA Noir, I'm hyped for that. Um, there was also that VR sizzle reel. 
but what did you forget about VR files? Is they it's out now. shadow dropped it. And Unfortunately, just went, bang, it's out now. Yeah, they shadow dropped it on the week where I'm not going to be able to get home and play it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? It'll be their way. Did I break the fourth wall? Technically, I live here, don't I, in the bunker? I think the fourth wall's been broken that many times. We need a, an <laughs> army of half weeders aimed pet builders to come and fix it. And that'll be my pick out of the boot this week. Oh, you remembered one thing from more than 10 years ago. It'll be in the boot. Uh, so you're out now. The, the, and that is what you want to see on some of these states of plays. Out nows is always a good feeling, right? Oh, yeah. Um, There's another it, one of those coming. There is. Um, we saw a bit of a VR sizzle reel of various games, one of which was uh, the Dreamcast Space Channel 5. In VR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that game wasn't bonkers <clears throat> enough, see it first person, realise how insane that game actually is. Yeah. Uh, Left, right, shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> uh, next came another shadow drop of uh, a Medi- Medieval remake demo, yes. which is available now. And if you play the demo, you get uh, Dan's helmet. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's getting a demo yeah. would be great. I'm sure a few people are like, oh, demo for Medieval, give that a go. But with the added incentive of playing through to unlock a hat for your character in the game, flimsy as it sounds, <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'll download the demo and check it out. I've never played the original. There's if so it's many... free, give it me. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> Love it. I never liked Medieval. It's um, free. I'll download it now. <laughs> what a bloke. Has it got trophies? trophies? That's why people listen to us, isn't it? Get the freebies. It's free. Yeah. Chance of winning something. How do you generate a wage from the show if it's free? Sponsorship um, Sponsorships, yeah. And Lord Pontlebury is very generous. Yeah, that's why I've been on holiday. I've been working on some more sponsorship deals. Honestly, dude, if I earn as much as you do from this podcast, yeah, I don't think I'd work. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Uh, <laughs> what else was out there? So Medieval, you hyped for that? I actually thought the graphics, I thought they'd done some good stuff with yeah. that if you've played the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, as with all those PS1 remakes, they when you actually revisit them on original hardware... Your imagination and, and memories. Yes, and this is what I was trying to tell you about Link's Awakening. Because oh. it's Nintendo, it wouldn't have it. There's already four hours of this review on the cutting room floor. <laughs> How much more do you want to add? Uh, well, we better move on. Civ uh, <laughs> 6 comes Something to I've PS4. Got, now, I've got a question for you here. Okay. Civ 6 coming to PS4. I think that's amazing, and it's not even that far away. Yeah. So we talk of stealth drops. They rabbit punches in the throat a thousand times. Civ 6 coming to PS4. Now, I don't know enough about this. I don't know if you do. I've got it on Switch. It's okay. Yeah, but my question is, is that a Civ Rev version they've made for mobile platforms and consoles, or is it the actual real full-on warts and all Civ 6 that they get on PC? I think it's the real deal because it's providing, it's, it's coming with the DLC packs which are only on the PC. They didn't come on the Switch? Nope. Not that I'm aware, unless they're out now, but as far as I'm concerned, they're not. Have you got this on Switch? Yeah, it's enjoyable. It works quite well on there, because you can just take your turn. And turn I had some great memories of playing um, Civ Rev on... We played it against each other, didn't we? 360? On 360? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. Feels a lot longer ago than that. It does. Uh, so that uh, Civ 6 is coming to PS4 on November 22nd, 2019. Very close. With the packs. Speaking of November releases, Death Stranding Limited Edition Pro Console. What did you think of that, honestly? It's all right. I don't really... I know some people really get into collecting consoles, especially handhelds. I know loads of people who have multiple DSs and 
I just, yeah, I just like my standard looking contour, really. Um, it looks cool. Uh, they showed a bit more game footage. I actually thought the um, see-through controller was a good idea because it looks like one of the, yeah, um, the, the bridge carry boxes, yeah. doesn't it? I thought that was very cool. I, I've been thinking a, a bit about this game, especially after uh, reading some of the interviews with Kojima. And... Do I need to get my pillow? No, no. It'll be oh, quick. Um, okay. And something back to uh, comment pictures, comments of he he is very out there and Kojima, and Kojima, yeah. And it's a little bit, I don't know. He, he's come out and said the game might require two two to three sequels to fully understand this new genre, and it's. It just sounds like he's a bit off the rails. I don't know where that game's going to be a car crash. Do you think Kojima's the sort of guy that in medieval times would have gone to uh, like a kingdom and tagged into the king or the emperor and been like, do you know what, I've got this awesome cloth. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. If you can't see it, you've got no taste. Yeah. If you can't see the magic of Death Stranding, you're not really a gamer. He would have been the monkey that went to the other monkey or primate, whatever, and gone. You need to give me your nuts because... That guy up there in the sky told me so. And if you don't, something bad will happen to you. Is this a true story? Yeah. Or is this one of your family fables? A family fable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I, I just... I really want to like Death Stranding, but I almost feel like I've seen too much of it now. I just don't want it to be another overcomplicated mess. His games are... I've enjoyed some of the Metal Gears, but... <laughs> they just some of them are which do you think is the worst one for it <laughs> like to me I've not played the ones on the NES and, and unless it's for emulation yeah. so I always see the real start being the one on the Playstation 1 Metal Gear Solid yeah. that okay. plays through it's got some clever bits in it the swapping yeah. of the ports and some clever things that really defied all gaming at the I time. I think Metal Gear 1 is, is the most um, streamlined, slick one you can play. Mm. It, it just flows really well. I played the Twin Snakes remake on the GameCube oh, and it just... Yeah, how's that played? Because I think I've ever played that. Brilliant. It, it's it's very much the Metal Gear Solid 2 engine put into the Metal Gear 1 game. Ah, right. So yeah. I think um, it, it played really good. I enjoyed playing the that question through. is, the which sp- one caused you the most upraised brows at Kojima's stretching of your imagination? Phantom Pain was strange, but I heard there was, was a lot four? of... Comp- five. The one he was kind of... The, no one really knows if he actually fully finished it or whether um, Konami... It was Konami, wasn't it? Um, whether they just kind of dabbled in it and and just made up the rest. Mm-hmm. Konami are a bit weird. Cutscenes as well, man, in 2. I love 2. I think it's a great game, but they're, they're so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to... And I don't know whether it's my intelligence or what, but I, I don't want to play a game where I'm like wondering... I have to go and then look at a breakdown of what the game means... Yeah. If it's good where you sat thinking about it afterwards and, and it finally clicks and you're like, oh, so that's why that... And you and you pick up on those little idiosyncrasies that are hidden throughout the game. But when it's just left you like feeling, what what's going on? You don't want that from the game, do you? No. I just hope Death Stranding is a bit more... Well, once I've played all seven of them, 
I'll explain <laughs> to you what the first one was about. Episode 5000, Death Stranding 6, the final... The final understanding. Final frontier. And uh, that's probably going to start with spoil. Hello there, listeners. <laughs> Spoilers for a million-year-old game. Uh, Tom, Road to Thin Amis chimed in with his thoughts yeah. on this. Nice uh, to hear from them Death again. Death Stranding. He says, better than the last one, one assumes he's referring to the um, state of play. Yeah. Uh, unless he's played Death Stranding. But, you know, he might have. <laughs> and he says, and that's Death Stranding PS4 looks savage. But he's got two emoticons with hearts for eyes. So one would imagine he means savages in Cool War. Mm. Thank you for that, Road to Thin Me. Hope you're doing well, friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of those caring listeners. So we're uh, going to talk about the game Daddy Zilla mentioned the after party yes it's a game about escaping hell through doing drinking games against Satan is that how you get out of hell because I'm going to need to remember this yeah um, <laughs> it's this is from the creators of Oxenfree now I remember oh he's got his pages uh, in the right order and he's speaking with facts night school studios um it looks quite comedy based and, and heavy on the laughs it and looked they've fun got, they've got it? proper drinks and uh, it'd be quite cool if you could play that with some friends I think Good little party game. He won't play until dawn with friends, but he'll play this. I don't have friends, so I can't. Other than what you. a strange hypocritical last sentence you uttered. Yeah. No, Is I'm talking about listeners in oh. the in the uh, for them to oh, play with. Oh, friends. are you right? Okay. Yeah. I, was gonna, I was thinking I was going to have to pull on the friend T-shirt again, and yeah. Mumsy will force me to play games with you. I like the look of that. I thought the art style was cool. I thought some of the comedy in it caught me off guard. I thought oh, yeah. that's all right. More I think that might be a little sleeper hit. Yeah, I agree. If, um, it, uh, if it made its way to the Vita or Switch, I think it would be really at home on there. Mm. Just a thought. Definitely, yeah. Um, next up, we've got the October games on PS Plus. Uh, we've got a sneak peek at those. Yeah. MLB, the show, 19 Baseball. And yes! better move, we better move on quickly because he'll talk about it forever. <laughs> and The Last of Us Remastered. Told you it was the best state of play ever, didn't I? They gave me baseball free of charge. This year's edition, Tom, that's generous. Mm. It's a 50 quid game. Yeah, they're, they're good picks for the month, aren't they? Yeah. I think they're getting the last as of I'll say, As I said to you last night, most people would look at MLB The Show and be like, I'm not into that. But just think for a moment, these people share space with all the great games that you've played this year and last year. And they've decided to put that into making a baseball game. Trust me when I say this to you. When I downloaded baseball the first time, I didn't even understand the game. I wasn't even sure which team I liked. Now, I'm an absolute barnstorming fan, and they've given this game away for free. I see the UK baseball fan population doubling overnight. That's two of us. All right? No, three. He speaks with facts. I speak with... Out of the two of us, I'm the only one that tells the truth. Week in, week out, I speak with facts. I don't say that a console's coming out or any of that nonsense. The only thing I've ever predicted on this show, Tom, and I was 100% right, E3, EA showed FIFA 20. <laughs> 20. I How hate, do you I hate do 20. It? don't know. Contacts in the industry, which I've got, and you haven't, and seemingly know everything. That's why Who's you're... Who's the real influencer? That's why you're the gamer, and you give us your opinion, and I interview you. That's how it's meant to work. Yeah. Well, what's your thoughts on uh, MLB 19 coming out free? 
I'm curious to try it because you rave about it, so I really should try it. Yes, backstage, working out, getting on the plane, all that, just like you wanted in a wrestling game. Except when you get to the gameplay, you just got to hit a ball. <laughs> it's exactly the same otherwise. <laughs> Love it. While I'm on topic, Yeah, Tom, you know, I, I just want to go back to that quickly. Speaking with facts. You look at how much quality has been put into that. 2K Sports should be ashamed of those wrestling games. Yeah. You should be. If you just you are trying to make money. The M- CAC. MLB is a high watermark of any sports game. Yeah. And you're right, it's something they should probably aspire to. I know it sounds really cruel because there's probably some developers going, Oh well we want to make a good one but they won't let us. Well mm, that hopefully is one day you'll get the opportunity, but two K I'm speaking to you directly. From my understanding stop churning out from my garbage. Just to give the devil uh, just to play devil's advocate for one minute. Please, may I? Yes. From my understanding of 2K and EA for their yearly sports revisions, which, to be fair, feel like they stretch our wallets and our patience Mm -hmm. every year. From my understanding, the business model will only allow them to change and improve one feature. That's why on the back it's always yeah. this year we've reworked player animation and then the yeah. next year it'll be we've reworked like idle animation. They can only they're only allowed the time because of the, the development cycle and the budget to refine one thing. Again, sadly it's back to a business model and that is the business. Mm. Um but hopefully one day we see um a great wrestling game again. It would be nice if they could wipe the slate clean and then when they launch on the next generation wasn't there of consoles. A, wasn't there a team that have gone off and they're making their own like completely different What Didn't we game? report this? No, we reported this in the news. Didn't we yeah. say that uh, e, that Jack's Pacific uh, split their team because they're bored of doing yeah, year okay. in, year out yeah. wrestling games? Of the SmackDown versus Raw variety, and they've been afforded the liberty to make their you own. You forget as well, we might not hopefully see this for two or three years, because I'd rather them take two or three years to make something of high quality. With it being year in, year out, they don't get much time to do... This is what I'm saying to you. A good title. They don't get time. They get yeah. time to fix one yeah, thing exactly. per instalment. Um, anyway, we're digressing a little bit too much there. Last of Us very generous as well. Yeah. Remastered. If you've not played that, you really need to. Do you know what? I haven't played... I've got it, but I've not played it on PS4. I've not finished it. Yeah. I've finished it on PS3. Oh, so you know the story in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All of that. Yeah. You don't like it as much as Uncharted, do you? Um, I just think we've we've had more of that, and the variety's, like, more. Mm. By the time... I found with The Last of Us, I did enjoy the game. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. But I found towards the end of the game, the fighting gameplay loop had got a bit dull. Yeah, I um, I picked it up like a year and a half ago, so it was fairly late. Is it in the, in the hospital particularly where it really ground down? The pacing changed because of the amount yeah. of bodies and the difficulty of the situation you yeah. found yourself in. I don't know. Maybe it was a stylistic choice, but to me. It 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 up skittled it my flow with the game. Yeah, but that but then again, it was difficult because they're armored. Guys yeah, they're proper guns, soldiers, weren't they? soldiers, aren't they? With You're the, still walking around yeah. with a knife. Yeah, and a bad attitude, and that's all you've got. Yeah, yeah. 
Good game. Um, Good game. So that led us into the big reveal of uh, this state of play, Last of Us 2. Mm. So they finally released a new trailer of that and it looks pretty incredible. Graphically, I I don't think I've seen anything that looks as good as that. No. I'm going to throw down. I'm speaking, fourth time, speaking with facts this episode. Yeah. I don't think there's a game this generation looks even... Some that are close, but the depth of field, the fidelity, the look of the characters' faces, the definition of the nearby textures and into the distance and the, the way that the art style that was exhibited itself in The Last of Us on PS3 and the first version, but that's come through and matured into almost like a photorealistic art style, I think it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean... Ellie looks busy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Some of those sort of backdrops with like the ruined city where she's on the horse, and then the snow scenes just look... see. I know in some of these games it's hard to say. Let's let's use Red Dead Redemption for an example. In that game, yeah, ultimately you'd have been able to get up that round the back of that, yeah, as far into see, the distance as you can. I'm getting the impression that obviously Last of Us isn't an open world game. No, it's not. But they're using that zoned in area to give you a really high fidelity package, which is I think yeah, is a good compromise. Um, the, like with God of War as well, there's nothing wrong with a, a more linear game. Like we like open world, we like linear. I think both work very well, um, with for different reasons. Is this the straightest podcast we've ever done, or is just the last five minutes has been really serious? It should be. We need to be more professional. We need to be. Book your ideas. Uh, so there was a look at um, a the the female character we saw in the older trailer who yeah. was dancing and, and Castelli. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn more about her uh, possible uh, death of her in the trailer. We hear a gunshot and Ellie screaming, yeah. and then she goes on a bit Particularly of particularly ambiguous. It looks like a bit of a revenge story, but we had a little theory, didn't we, on the phone mm-hmm. that maybe, as trailers do, maybe that isn't a girlfriend. No, that was your theory. I just happened to agree with it. Yeah. Okay. I want um, you to own it. Thank you. Rumors. Man for the rumours. Man for the rumours. Uh, we reckon that might have actually been Joel being shot in the trailer. Because trailers do this a lot, even with movies now. They they put things in different order so that when you're watching the trailer, you think, oh, that's clearly her girlfriend's been shot or killed or whatever. She's gone on this revenge mission. Maybe the um, the timeline is not as it seems in the trailer. Uh, but we did get a look well hopefully shot. that's true because otherwise we fully know and understand everything about this game before we've even played it and that would yeah. be a shame wouldn't it it would uh, we did get a look at Joel anyway he's uh, back he looks older he looks frail a little bit he's, yeah when he exhales out, you could yeah, see he was a tired man yeah exactly yeah. obviously time's moved on Ellie's older Joel's older um, they gave us a release date which was a really nice surprise uh, 21st of the 2nd uh, 2020 and also it's going to come on two discs so it's looking like it's going to be a bit of an epic a belter yeah um, there were several special editions planned including the Ellie edition with a rucksack uh, and also a statue of Ellie and loads of other trinkets and tat I don't normally pick up special editions when they're new but you know what I might <laughs> have you seen the price of that Ellie edition maybe I won't <laughs> 270 quid I think that's exactly your weekly wage from this podcast is it I thought that was per per hour. Well, I hope I not. Sponsor, bro, needs to write an IOU, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, 
Um, so to close out, um, we've got my gaming space. New listener. New listener. Yeah. Chiming in. I really enjoyed it. After Party looks fun. It seems to have a very limited lifespan, and the Death Stranding PS4 Pro looks great. I can finally play Last of Us. Yeah, I've been putting it off ever since I got a PS4 three years ago. As soon as it'll be free on PS Plus, Last of Us 2 looks great. I did get a sense that PlayStation was starting to wind down the major releases, ready for the PS5, whenever that will be. Yeah. I think that's a recurring thing from the listeners. They seem to cotton on to Sony's uh, empty pantry. Well, we're going to close out the feature because we're going to do a little bit of a re- reveal. Why do you have to punch your microphone every two I minutes? Know. What has it done Clumsy to you? hands. It's the most expensive one. Uh, <laughs> Everything you get is the glitzy yeah. glamour. I'm speaking it into is. a yogurt pot. A tin can <laughs> with a bit of string <laughs> glued to the laptop. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, so we are putting together a little, um, we call it the community chest, didn't we? For the unofficial uh, controller. Yeah, we, we did come up with that name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and five weeks we're, ago. We're going to be a couple of weeks before we get it out to this lucky winner. Um, we hope you enjoy it. And we're grateful to you all for all your comments over all the episodes. Super grateful. Because, um, Tom, if we didn't have the listeners... We don't have a show. We don't have a show. So uh, this comment we really enjoyed. We found it funny. And it's the, the kind of thing we like is like a little story about what you used to get up to when you played games when you were younger. And um, who... Well, why don't you do the comment, or roughly the comment. I don't want you to read it verbatim. And then... Stealth drop the name. So it was during the um, alternative controller methods podcast, um, and it was to do with. Don't remember that being the name, but I'm sure they'll work it out. It was uh, to do with the fishing rod and uh, having the opportunity to go fishing a very nice river outside the house, but choosing to stay inside and free fishing license. (laughs) Yeah, free fishing license. The job (laughs) lot. No, I want to sit in and play. uh, So right now, the loyal, hardcore and glorious bar stewards already know who's won this. But Tom, to those of our studio audience that don't know, tell me, whose house is this? No, whose post is this? (laughs) It's uh, Doogie McBain. Doogie McBain. Congratulations. So you've won yourself a box of as of yet undisclosed... Retro tat. Retro tat. Yeah, yes. floor sweepings from the bunker. <laughs> and you're also going to be able to tap up the immortal Adam the Artist, Comic Pictures 79, slip him a DM, head over to Etsy, pick yourself out a framed print. Might be somewhere off bounds, but you know, if you want an unofficial controller picture, well, that's fine. If you want Batman... <laughs> You know, my hurt, my feelings are hurt, but Adam the Artist, he goes well. I've got that on order for my birthday. Oh, actually. great. You know, someone's going to want Stingray, the Ray family. <laughs> to be fair, I don't blame them. You know, what would I have on my... Well, I'd have Stingray. But, I'm going to get the Stingray one for when the podcast eventually crashes and burns and off a cliff. And You see that, son? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't talk about it. Gives me PTSD. <laughs> right. Well, it's that time. It is. Tom, it's listener Stingray. When the big man makes a house call, you'd better be ready. These guys got in touch to show us their pick up some Stingray's boot. You can too. Just hashtag Stingray's boot on Instagram or Twitter or email us. Tom, well, Dean, what's the email address? You can reach us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Or direct messages on Instagram or Twitter. Wow, I 
thought you were going to be robot pockets. Tried to catch today. me out there, didn't no, you? I did, yeah, just making sure you were listening. Mm. I know at this point is the time, and the listeners know, this is the point where you wrestle with technology. <laughs> Try to get punched the mic, see if I care, <laughs> told you had a problem with it. Uh, yes, I get distracted, I need to go here. Listeners, yeah, if you're following sure. along, go on to Instagram, because we started this on Twitter, but you know it's not the place for pictures. Click the <laughs> magnifying glass, click at the top, and type in Stingray's boot. Then Thanks. click tags. Well, spell it right, first of all. It'd be really helpful. S-T-I-N-G-R-A-Y-I-S-B-O-O-T. I can't even speak. Then you click on that sucker. And then if you want to follow through while we not follow through, if you just copy us, click recent. All right? Top picture, Tom. It's part you know of that it. car crash you're talking about. Yeah, but it adds to it. <laughs> Retrospectively, it? that was humorous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, first up in the uh, Singray's boot, we've got Harvey Retro with a copy of Alone in the Dark on the PS1. I've got, I think this came out on Dreamcast as well. I've got memories of that. Next up, we're going to move through these quite uh, swiftly. Road to Thin uh, had a good week. 360 titles. What's that thing in the middle? We Oh, whoa, oh, 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 oh. Something coming up for you, Tom. Put your face back on, champ. Click recent. Yeah, on recent. Then click the first picture. Yep. Harvey Retro. Scroll down. Road to Thin of Me. There he is. Nope. Not on mine. Well, you're obviously not in the loop. Mine's working fine. Next up, Tom, I had to summon in myself. Is your phone Sharaban. Sharaban. This is how I did Sharaban. Seeing as you listen to all the one-man shows, this is how I summon Sharaban on my own. Sharaban. 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 Impressive audio skills. Um... (laughs) What's he brought? He's got a rock band collection, a man yeah, after He's heart. got a Funko He's pop even of... got the Beatles rock band, which brings back great memories. I wouldn't say they're great, Tom. I would say they're unusual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what we got here? Now, this is a listener, Tom. I don't know if you know about this guy. You've been off, so I'll remind yeah. you. Yep. Stuck in the pass lane. Yeah. Doesn't he's... he do um, like photos in the... Uh, Instamax style instant photos they're called Polaroids that's the word I the brand for. name <laughs> <laughs> and he writes a little thing on the bottom he says put and relax now it's double entendre here not only is he on holiday he nearly didn't put this in the boot I had to haul him back and ed- get him to edit his tag he's apologised he said it was the Vino talking and he's got and relax he's got a copy of Retro Gamer and a Game Boy Colour and a set of shades on a sun lounger He's not German, Tom, but he's using his initiative to get the Sun Lounger secured. No one wants to mess with a retro console, do they? No. At five in the morning. Uh, next up, we've got Radbash Gaming. Um, he's got a collection of uh, films and games. The inspiration um, to George Lucas that strange afternoon when he came up with the Crystal Skull. Yeah, now, I just saw that picture and it quickly reminded me you need to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast with Dan Aykroyd. I've watched it already. all. Have you? I didn't just listen to it, I watched all of it. Didn't have time to listen to your solo cast, but I listened to some of that. Shame on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, actually. Public apology live on air. Yeah. I caught, I, I knew you Crystal School Vodka. Yeah. It's the purest vodka you've ever tasted. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. As soon as he added, did the ad about six times. Uh, Look out, we're in the boot. Skip yeah, past that. Skip past. Uh, Otaka Bram. Is he new? No. No, not to me anyway. Is he okay. last week, Tom? Was he? Were you? Nope. No. 
Tarkabrum. He's been in the he's been in and out of the boot over the history of the show. I'm gonna like his picture. He's got his Resident Evil PlayStation One collection. Uh shall we do live likes if we haven't liked it already? I don't know what show you've been working on, but that's what we do when we do listen to You do it, but I tend to just look like oh. through the curtains like a Voyeur. Yeah. It's like the word a, you were like looking a boomer for? generation looking out at some naughty hoodies outside. Oh, I oh right. Okay. I see what you're doing there. Uh, well, up next, Road to Thinner Me has recorded his Wii U playing our YouTube episodes of Unofficial Controller Podcast. Here, look at my phone, seeing as you're a complete incompetent fool. I haven't got Road to Thinner Me on there. He must have blocked me. Loyalist listener <laughs> has blocked the show. It's fifty percent of the show. Well, he was happy last week with a one-man show, wasn't he? Didn't he have was, to press yeah. the pause button? <laughs> oh wow! Okay, are we well, you running our podcast? Believe it, it's possible. Oh, it's mate. witchcraft. Do you want to see it again? Here I it do because I owned a Wii U. I love it. Get ready. Even as a Stingray intro. Look Next. at my phone. I am. I've seen it. How can you see it without seeing it? Oh, he's got sound as well. That's very unprofessional of me. This, this whole episode it. has been highly unprofessional, but enjoyable. I don't think it's going to affect anything one way or the other. You know I when don't. you got all tipsy when Ponsonroy threatened to th- axe the show? Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Flying high on the trip like fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, we've got Sharaban. Sharaban? With uh, Tom, summon him. Cloner. Don't Clo- just race Clo- through this. Summon him. Sharaban. 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 Exactly, they're listening to uh, this. Next up, Attack of Bram with... That's uh, a very Farm. expensive game that Sharaban's got there, by the way. Is it? Mm-hmm. Six, seven, eight, he's got the Final Fantasy collection. He uh, has. He's got the full run. Got a couple of Platinums, but he's trying. Radbash Gaming next with uh, Pop, Popo Funk, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. Classy tat. Attack of Bram's picked up some quality PlayStation, perhaps the rapper hard game to find. Silent Hill... Um, it's out there, but it's quite rich. And then Vibribbon, which I'm it's taking a, a guess. I'd say that's like a 40, 50 quid game. Game Boy Matty, he's got some uh, Mario Odyssey and some figurines. Very good. Don't take Ezlo and strangers. Minda. Mid, I always call him Minda. Ezlo and Midna. I should know that name. One of the hardcore elite. He's picked up a, a black Switch light. I didn't know they came in black. Or is that just the colour of the photo? It's actually a grey one. Um, and Link's Awakening good choices there I hope you're not having any problems with the frame rate And well I was going to say you're not having any frame rate or Joy-Con drift issues Sunbeam that's, that's yeah. all going back to the shop <laughs> Retro Collector Ray he's got some Game Boy Advance games uh, hmm, to mix that variety up he's gone and picked up some Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2 Tom there I see uh, Sonic Spinball Mega Drive Collection Goonies 2 he obviously mm. shops at the same shops as Daddy Zilla. <laughs> uh, and some Atari games, but my eyes as I get older Pac Man, Crystal Castles, Kangaroo, Australian Kitten, as he's been known in your absence, Tom. He's got his own TV show, aka Ozcat. He's gone and bought a Woody. Uh, an Atari. An Atari wooden console, if you're thinking that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you wanted to hear Tom. Now, this next one. Oh, serious, Tom. Buy my Pixel. Uh, this right here is the problem with retro gamers in the UK, or at least where I live, the lack of community. Well, we want to reach out to you, Bite my Pixel. We've, if you notice, I've already done this. 
Good man. We'll follow his <laughs> heed his advice and we'll move on. Retro well, what we would say is that uh, Bite My Pixel was lamenting the death of what he thought of the retro community. And me and you and a load of other people chimed in to say, don't forget this show. The yeah. show's got community. He's building community. Encourages yeah, and community. we can only build it more with, with the help of you guys. Um, so, yeah. It can't grow without you. No. Can it? Uh, who we got next? Retro Visions with... Um, oh, he's got something for the Vic 20 there, so I'm all in on really this. really old stuff, that is. That's some Maker's Mark as well, Tom. Thought yeah. you'd be all over that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. mixing it with Coke, though. What's wrong with that? No. Okay. Poison, mate. What do you have? I got very poorly once after having whiskey and Coke, so I gave up Coke. <laughs> the soft drink? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just for the listeners' clarity. Uh, interesting. Interesting. So now you have it neat, you don't really enjoy it, but you drink it to look like a man. No, I, I, I enjoy it very much. I don't like beer. Much. When we filmed the episode where you got absolutely wasted on whiskey, yeah. every mouthful like it was someone dragging a blade down your back. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you pour another one, like, jam it down, like... <laughs> Ah, looked like you were dealing with some sort of pain, like you'd been, like you were famed. Gunslinger. If you were Pinocchio, you'd have poked my eye out. Just oh, like. really? After some of the legends that you've told this <laughs> week, Tom, I think I'm well in the clear. Retro <laughs> Visions has got a game select and protect caddy. Uh, just why plug in all those games when you can plug in one and then use the selector switch? Uh, Daddy Zilla got 4K Sports Ultra HD DV. Uh, is that a um, GoPro? I, I don't think it's is. a GoPro. I think it's an alternative to yeah. a GoPro. Um, I don't know what Daddy Zilla's planning on doing, whether this is for retro hunting or whether he's got skateboards that we don't know about or maybe it's to capture Devin Zilla in the act, midnight snacking. Mm. Could be, or cooking up a retro storm. Um, Otaka Bram, again with more PS1 gems, he's picked up. My Game in Space. Uh, got some V8... No, I thought they were VHS, the Mega Drive games. Um, and some PS1 games. Don't and, uh, forget, Tom is the verified gamer. Mm. Happy, happy joysticks. Uh, scroll, my... scroll, 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 scroll. What? It's the Super oh, Mario cool. Brothers Encyclopedia. Oh, Have you got yeah. this? No, you need that. this, boy. Yeah, that's good. But then, on air apology from you. It's time and only right. Danny plays. I'm really sorry that. I don't know how I've upset you, but you, I'm sorry. You sort of tut and moan, and Danny Plays has gone the extra mile for us on the show. So Danny Thank Plays, you. Lord Ponsbury himself, has given you uh, a small piece of land in the village. I had that Sonic Rush game on a DS. It's quite good. Um, I don't think I've, I've played Indiana Jones. I've never really got into the DS. It was a bit of a. I thought myself a bigger boy. He Panic has over. It. He has it. Panic over, Tom. He has it trapped and cornered, and he's got it in his hands, <laughs> ready for the final kill. He's got himself a bit of a Game Boy Color, and he has the exact model. Like, well, uploading, the, uploading his latest victim. That was the color of my Game Boy Color. That is that right? Is that what you played Link's Awakening on? Is it? No, I played that on an original Game Boy. Oh, um, I played. I got that with Mario Golf. Hang on a minute here. Retro Gamer Thomas is doing a bit of gaming while doing a yard sale. You meant to sell those games, Retro Gamer Thomas. Not play them. <laughs> uh, next up, PCO Mark... bas- 
PCSO Ross Kent's trying to raise enough money for an extension so he can move him upstairs. Yeah, right. He's lost his back bedroom, don't forget, to a crazed console cannibal. Uh, Mark Garage Games. (laughs) Uh, I was just laughing at the insanity of my last sentence. It's got uh, Metroid Prime 3, Corruption on the Wii, Alien Syndrome, The Zombie Survival Guide. Yeah, it's from World War Z, I think. Um, Is that Mortal Kombat? It's like a companion book. Oh, okay. That Mortal Uh, Kombat thing, I'm not sure. It could even be a vinyl. Why don't you read his description? It is an LP. Um, That's that's a great find for $1.99, brother. Yeah. Well done. Uh, While the big man's back and he's cooking up a storm of seven... 111 degrees. That happened to me the other day, Mark Garage Gamers. I got a memory card in a really cheap PS2 game. Memory card You're alone. still looking at Mark Garage Gamers, are you? Of course I am. I like okay. to look and think about I like every... to get through Singray's boot as fast as possible. Why? I don't know. What temperature's Daddy Zilla cooking up a retro storm at this week, Tom? 7-Eleven. <laughs> 711 degrees. 7-Eleven. <laughs> He's got a copy of MLB The Show, 09 there. Region 3, that, you know... Just saying, Daddy's Zilla. Just saying. Do you reckon his house is like the foundations are made out of retro games? I have to say, his greatest pickup is in pile three, second one down from the top. That looks official. <laughs> uh. <laughs> For anyone who can't see, and we know it's a podcast that so you can't. Daddy Zilla, as always, he just picks up. He has no boundaries. And he's, he's picked himself up a copy of Grand Theft Auto, but it doesn't look very legit because it's got a handwritten label slapped up the side. I'm just trying to find the top-down view of that game. I'm struggling. Oh, wait, no, it's a PS1 copy, Tom, which is why it's in that case. Uh, but obviously they've finished. That's brilliant. That is absolutely, that's brought me a lot of joy, that has, Daddy Zilla. Thank you. Um, right, new listener, to... Mary Guglia. I got her either. Must have banned me as well. You literally have been blocked by half yeah. of the fan base, haven't you? Just because you didn't turn up last week. Is My it? Gaming Space got the PlayStation magazines. Horizon Zero Dawn and Battlefront. Can't see them either. Tom's having a technical issue. It's blatantly going to be him. Normally these things boil down <laughs> to him being incompetent. Uh, Australian Kitten. Uh, he's got um, Link's Awakening um, on the Switch. And he's got himself a cool-looking amiibo. I bought that for me, boy. <laughs> the guy whose world revolves around breast milk and sleep. Yes. What the hell did you get? <laughs> you he bought that it. for you, did uh, he? Oh, yeah. He walked past the amiibo. I was like, that. He, <laughs> he pointed did, he did. He at did. that specific amiibo, the one that you happened to want yourself, <laughs> and you were like, okay, boy, no probs, let's get it. Absolutely. Mm, a day in the life. Well done, Oscar. Danny Plays is back in and she's opened Spread Eagled, Mr. Mosquito, which she picked up last week, and spread across the picture its disc and its um, handbook. Do you know anything about this game? Nope. <laughs> Go research. It's, it's, in your words, very Japanese. We just say Japanese. Oh, sorry. Just Japanese. I'm not in the... It encompasses everything strange in video games, if you say Japanese. I'm not in the hyper elite. My Game in Space also jumped in with a nice selection of PSP pickups at the top. TMNT and other good stuff. Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain being the notable exceptions. Boba Loba. Yeah, what's he got here? He's got a new router. 
Oh, new toy. Our old Nightwalk R7000. Okay, it looks like something off Robot Wars. It um, is. I think it is. Don't <laughs> let the truth get in the way of a good okay. story, Tom. It's Flipper. General oh. Captain Chaos, or some of the equally bizarre name from that show. Sharaban. Sharaban. He's had enough Sharaban. Say his last name. No. Oscar TV's got himself a Sega Genesis Mini. But um, he's got a full I'm envious of that. that. Well, you go get yourself one. PlayStation Two retro for me. Eighty-seven. Have you got him in your boot? Yes. Look at that unofficial PlayStation controller. Yes, looks like a Logitech GM. Uh, he's picked up some interesting games. Anniversary Collection, Street Fighter on the PS2, Namco Museum, Attack of Bram. Yeah, he's got more PlayStation. Pandemonium Overboard. I had a demo of that. Hmm. I think that I, I might be wrong, but something tells me that's a game you don't see every day. Hmm. And that brings us back to the body bag of the Danish 80s guy, which was no, uh, we're back for the loop, aren't we? Yeah, but go one down. You didn't see that last week. Wonderful. Got a body bag. Commodore body bag. Hmm? Tom, as always, absolute fan of the listeners' pickups. Uh, I am Tom. That's all the dips in the boot for our listeners. Don't forget to hashtag Stingrace Boot or email for your pickups to be read out. You can shake your head, somebody. You know, they know. They know. I thought we'd cut some of these as well. It's like the yellow pages. You don't don't forget the last four pages of that part of your script to your call arms that you don't forget anymore, so we probably don't need to print them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely so don't the, need the, to. It's a good week for the boot, but it's not a bumper week for the boot. Um, Lord Ponsebury, not around this week, so it's a lot more relaxed atmosphere, I as think- you can tell. I think the games are a bit weak, though, this week. Like, it's full, but they're weak. Well, let, before we rip them apart, <laughs> shall we get him up here? Yeah, there he is. Here he comes, Tom. I'd make up some story about him being on the prowl from the Federation against copyright theft, but the true story is he's had a lazy day today. Has he? Yeah. He got up a little bit late. Trace Ray made him a fry up, oh, like he likes, right. 11s. Is. dream. Yeah. He took Devonzilla to play group, then he popped down Mark's at the uh, at the market Mark pulled back the carpet he loaded in the new titles stealthy exchange was met and now he's literally storming so fast up that drive those pebbles hitting his wheel arches exactly the same as they do every week that's precision driving Tom that's not just a cheap third rate sound effect and last week I managed to say this swings stop wattle and roll door pops open he goes Something like that's the new Stingray intro. Okay. If you're not here to keep me sane, things are going to go off the chain. I have worried about you since I've been back. Time for a week. Time for a week. Time Time of the week. I've not even got to the bit that trips me up. The tripwire in the script. (laughs) Time for a peek in what affectionately calls Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle for Endor this week. Yay. I was expecting Battle for Mendor, but we'll... So these are the new release highlights... We'll start again. These are the new release highlights for this week, September 23rd, September 29th, 2019. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical, or will be, by the time this podcast is in your feed, but could be region-dependent. Tom, have you Uh, picked a mummy mummy? No, because they're all terrible. Honestly, I wouldn't pick anything this week. (coughs) Oh, there is... mm, I'll, I'll pick... There is one I'll pick. Okay, right. Just... 
Um, Hell of Men, Blood Brothers, first up on PC, September 23rd. Discover Hell of Men uh, offers an innovative mechanic uh, who rewarding thoughtful players with the cover system for the infantry uh, and class combinations, etc. Well, it's a PC game. Okay, it's just off the... uh, I guarantee if it's a PC game, James has got a code because we can't play it. Okay. <laughs> Three thousandth jewel on the PC. Three thousandth jewel is coming on September twenty fourth. It's an action adventure game that has speedy, exciting battles as its charm. Fight against monsters with your own style, or travel, or of battles travel an unidentified world and discover a secret hidden. Uh, next up, we've got Contra Rocorp. Uh, PC, PS four, Xbox, and Switch. September the twenty fourth. Contra is back two years after the Alien Wars ended. The damn city erupts from the final battleground from the midst of the chaos. A group of scoundrels emerge. Local and online co-op action for up to four players. No. Uh, uh, me. Cat Quest 2. Yeah, Cat Quest 2 on the PC, September 24th. Following the phenomenal success of Cat Quest, developers, the Gentle Brothers, return to the world of Felingard, a fantastical land under threat from a continuing war. If that had been the intro to Stingray's boot, Tom... I'd have got away with it, wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> More cat games, please. Um, Planescape Torment Enhanced Edition on PS4, Xbox and Switch, September 24th. Uncover secrets of past lives in a story-rich tactical role-playing game set in Sigil, a dark fantasy city at the heart of the Dungeons & Dragons multiverse. <laughs> Same world as the Priceverse. The multi-Priceverse. Uh, <laughs> that's got to be a thing. I can't be the only person that's thought that. Explore the planes, survive combat alongside a party of bizarre companions and solve puzzles unlike anything you've ever seen in the genre what we got next The Surge 2 PS4 PC Xbox September 24th for a minute I didn't think it was on PC but there it was this looked quite promising actually but it's not reviewing overly well in a bid to survive explore the sprawling devastated Jericho City fight ferocious threats in brutal unforgiving combat slashing and tearing the limbs off your opponents to steal their equipment is that RV the same pet that you're pulling out it is alright well it's a bit bigger with a Jimmy Nail soundtrack as well yeah just make sure Mumsy says it's alright for you to have it okay Uh, Fight and Rage is up next on Switch Fight and Rage is a brand new old school side scroller beat em up inspired by the classics from the golden age and with an art style that mimics the aesthetics from the 90s arcades this game pays homage to all the classic gameplay features that make this genre one of the best from its time you stitched me up a kipper here but I'm going to have a go at this Stygian Reign of the Old Ones PC September 26th delve into a role playing game of horror loss and madness set in the strange worlds of HP Ludcraft Stygian Reign of the Old Ones offers a mix of rich role-playing and turn-based tactical combat represented in an illustrative visual style. Can you find salvation in a dead world? Uh, next up's my mummy mummy, Code Vein, PC, PS4 and Xbox, September 27th. In the face of certain death, we rise, team up and embark on a journey to the ends of hell to unlock your past and escape your living nightmare in Code Vein. Mm. I did hear a quick interesting fact about this. They were giving away the game to people who donated blood. Mm. Um, I don't know what country that was in. It might have been the US. I'm not sure. All uh, the good things happen there. FIFA 20, PC, PS4, Xbox, September 27th. Uh, 
You don't need me to read out that, so I'm going to take this last one out of the boot as my mummy mummy. Uh, let's clear up here. El President, well, Tropico 6, PS4, Xbox, September 27th. El Presidente is back. Prove yourself once again as a feared dictator or peace-loving statesman. Oh, book ended the show that, Tom. Mm. Uh, that word. On the island state of Tropico and shape the fate of your very own Banana Republic through four distinctive areas. And I would say at this point, Tom, the eagle-eared listeners know that now the only thing left for me to do is to ask you what you're hoping to play. Um, hopefully get further on through Link's Awakening. Mm. Maybe not finish it. Uh, well, in a week. Um, yeah. I finished Astral Chain, so that's done and dusted, apart from the epilogue. Um, and I've got Firehouse. Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I forgot to mention. I shame. No, shame. I played it last week. Oh, I sorry. Unshame. 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 I need one more time. <laughs> Unshame. I think shame three times on the way in. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've got I've got that to carry on with, which the story's still really good on that. You didn't mention it at the top of the show. You got a bit dicey though. You did talk about Link's Awakening badly for thirty minutes. <laughs> I did. Um, they've, they've, they have nailed it though. Like Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain. Link's Awakening next month. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. No, November Pokemon. It's been a very uh, fevered launch. And I would imagine those titles are the sort of games that could help you have a good Christmas. Yes. Absolutely. New console variation out as well at a lower price point. You'd also think would help attract new uh, uh, acquisitions. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be uh, in the Switch Nintendo. Out. Yeah, in the Nintendo universe. Corporate club. They turned 130 the other day as well. Wow, as a shareholder, did you get anything for that? Um, yeah, they sent me a golden uh, Tingle statue from Majora's Mask. Wow. Yeah. Signed by um, Miyamoto-san. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I was on board until you did that bit. Yeah. Uh, did I tell um, you what I'm going to play? I, and I'll download that uh, Medieval demo as well. So when I finally get home home out yep. of the bunker, MLB 19, Medieval. Oh, it's not going to be out this weekend, is it? Do you know I don't know how long the demo's out for. Did it say? No, Medieval, if I missed that, Oh, MLB. MLB, out. it's not going to be out this weekend, yeah. is it? I'm surprised being such a big fan, though, you don't own that. It's, just, it pri- it's a pricey. very, very pricey game. Yeah. It's a, a very, suit. very pricey game. Yeah. And oh, we're that's good. and we're we're in September. I bet if you checked it today, have you got eighteen, seventeen? Right. I bet if you checked it today, I bet it's still fifty quid. Yeah. So I'm not putting that down. I got the other one when it was reduced. So anyway, I'm not going to be playing that, but I am going to be playing VR files. I should play that, shouldn't I? I will do. Choice. I'll do that. I'll do Yakuza. Because <clears throat> I need to get two finished because it's been out the tray for a while now. Gonna persevere. Sorry, with Resi 4. It's kind of like our get go away game, but the thing is, I don't want it to be going back there in a month's time. You know how when you play a game, your skill set starts at the floor, mm. and as you learn the game and the controls and the nuances Comes and the gameplay grain, loops. It? It goes up on a on a scale. Yeah. If you get now, this has happened to every gamer out there. I'm sure they can uh, identify with this. 
if you get halfway up the scale and then think, oh, another game's come out or I've got to go away yeah. and I can't play that game and you come back in even fresh in your head and you put the game in, it's impossible. Yeah, I think or at it, least it's difficult. It for you. loses that momentum, doesn't it? You can be quite enjoying it, and then something new and shiny comes. This happens to me a lot because I'm I'm terrible for it. Mm. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses being an example. Shame. Though. I shame. <laughs> Unshame. Um, yeah, it does happen a lot, doesn't it? You just go back to them and you're like, oh. Uh, See, I'm not worried about and... Yakuza Kiwami in that regard because it's generally, yeah, I think even a, a monkey fitting on a joystick <laughs> could probably do all right in that game. Yeah. That's yeah. That's all. If we've arrived at the point in time, Tom, where neither of us got anything to say to each other, get off. Okay. That's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time, and we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming, and remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you next week, guys. See ya.